Generally speaking, I don't put much stock into ghosts, spirits, and the like. Not that I don't believe that some people have genuine experiences, mind you. I just don't think it happens to me. Mostly because eight times out of 10, I can explain something within fair reason. This hopefully gives some context as to why I've opted to even tell this story, but who can really say? It was a bitter February night in Michigan. During that crazy winter vortex where temperatures were super low, so to save money on heating, my roommate and I mashed our beds into a single room and cranked the space heater up to July, Texas. It brought the room to just livable, thankfully. It was about time for bed, and as usual, I'd been procrastinating on my daily writing. With about 10 minutes left in the day, I took out my notebook and pen that I kept by my bedside, tucked tight against the window for some light, and just stared. Nothing for minutes. Mind you, this is a self-imposed rule. I find that writing something every day keeps me sharp. So when I miss a day, I'm really bummed. Luckily though, someone was willing to help me. I have no context for why I just felt it, but I did. It wasn't a far off whisper or a strange guiding of my hand. It was like the message was DM'd into my brain. That happens sometimes when you're writing though. You have a good sentence. It doesn't go anywhere or serve a purpose. It's just a pretty cool string of words, or conveys a good idea that you might think it worth keeping. This time, though, I knew the words didn't belong to me, and I knew it wasn't just a good sentence. She sat in the corner of your eye, skin painstakingly pulled onto bone that made her seem more akin to a corpse than she would have hoped. Her decaying hand reached out to you, asking rather nicely to partake in the horror of death. I dropped my pen and stared at what I'd written. Didn't think much of it at the time, though. Just knew it wasn't mine, but I knew it counted. It wasn't until later that same night that I was made aware of what actually happened, or rather, what I was told might be the case. My roommate fancies himself some encyclopedia of the arcane, a regular Sebastian Michaelis when it comes down to it. The demonology one, not the butler one. And so he informed me that I'd picked up someone else's baggage. Quite literally. A friend of his was going through a hard time and came over while I was at work to have their tarot cards read, burn some sage and some other stuff I didn't internalize for fear of visibly rolling my eyes. It wasn't until the end though that he let me know. Sophie was on about killing herself. Still is, probably. But you know her, she's not the type. Whatever tried to get her to kill herself stuck around. I'll stage the place again when you go to work, but be mindful. You'll probably get more stuff like that. It's not a crazy demon or anything like that, just some heavy negativity and... Uh, just tell me if you do that again. After that, I got a few more suggestions from my ghostwriter, each one more precise than the last. I'm usually pretty good at explaining my low points, of course. Everyone has them, and I've been in some serious slumps, but this wasn't my low point. I know my mind well enough to know when it's my demons I'm fighting. This was something else entirely. And what's worse, I didn't know how to fight it. It wasn't attacking or aggressive, just asking. Join me. Take up the end. 
finish what little life you have. I eventually stopped taking her passes as legal by my own rules, and my roommate saged the ever-loving hell out of the house. So, I mean, that's been the end of that. Here's hoping I don't have another ghostwriter next year. I don't know if I could deal with that kind of partner. Hi, I'm Jamie Markey. And I'm Michael Tatum. And this... Is School Intentions. Oh my god, we did it right for fucking once. I think we've done it right before at least once. I don't think so. I feel no? like this is the first genuine time. I say it's number two. Then why am I so filled with joy right now? Because Aaron is here. What? <laughs> um, well, I'm glad to know that you can curse on this show. That's that's great. Oh, oh fuck, fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, you can't not curse uh, on the show. I think it was I was when I first listened to the show. I think I was on a, a ride back from a convention, and I listened to the, the first set of episodes, um, which I enjoyed. Um, greatly. I think the show is great. Um, and I was like, also, the petty part of me was like, damn, this is fucking good. And now I'm angry. <laughs> Thank um, you. That's the best. No, that's right. That's, that's right. my favorite. That was the quickest way uh, to that chair. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I, I mean, I initially wanted to listen to the thing um, to support friends. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really great. Yeah. So introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Um, my name is uh, Aaron Roberts. Um, I love Dr. Pepper. Um, I have a, an Australian Shepherd. Uh, I'm about to get another Australian Shepherd. Um, tiny little baby. Um, I am a, an actor, actor, and a voice actor. actor. Um, and uh, currently a home remodeler. Yes. That bathroom's almost finished. Uh, we have a working toilet and a working sink. Um, so I think this marriage is going to work. That's, I'm, yeah. I'm very excited for you. Yeah. Um, it's the worst. If are, anyone, they're, they're, if I ever decide to start a new job, move into a new place, try to organize a wedding and uh, yeah, remodel a bathroom at the same time, I hope that someone puts two uh, bullets at the base of my brain. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've heard yeah. it said that re that um, like renovations or remodeling together is is worse than a lengthy illness. Yeah, yeah. It is the house is ill? <laughs> the house is ill, and you have to live in <laughs> it. Um, yeah, the idea. I've never done it. I've never, I've never done it myself. But the idea fills me with absolute fucking dread. Yeah. Uh, I hate that I know how to do it. Uh, I wish I didn't. Um, <laughs> I was talking to Jeremy Inman. The curse of knowledge. That's right, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Jeremy. And the fact that I know that I'm going to do it best, uh, uh, better than anyone else. But um, or, yeah, I would have to pay thousands of dollars to get it done the way that I want to do it. But I was talking to one of first session with Jeremy Inman is like, man, you must be really great to know how to do all that stuff. And I said, no, you'd be really fucking great if I knew how to make some more money so I could pay someone else to do this shit. That's true too. This but when insane. you do, you're really going to appreciate it. You'll appreciate it it's more true. than the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's true. So how do, okay, so you two, you've known each other for a while without knowing you knew each other necessarily, right? Then, yeah. Go back yeah, ways. we met because we knew the same horrible person that was in the show <laughs> that he was in. I went to go see <clears> it. And Aaron was in the show with said horrible person. And um, that was... 2004, maybe? Yeah, maybe 2004. Wow. And it wasn't until later we were like, you know that horrible person? I knew that horrible person. Yeah. It was really funny. But then 
Nothing. nothing there, we there are fewer things that are as good a basis for together. friendship as mutual disgust in a third person. That is that is yeah. correct. I, I found that to be That's very true. true. Yeah. That's true. It did. We it, it did bond us. Yeah. 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 Go, you hate them. Me too. Yeah. No. You want to go get coffee? Totally. <laughs> and like I discovered that when I was uh, we were in my fiance and I were in couples counseling, and there mm-hmm. came a moment where we looked at each other um, after this therapist was trying to stir up some shit, and we just looked at each other was like. This guy, yeah, we can handle this. Let's get the fuck out of here, right? Um, yeah, the, a, a good therapist. therapist is is very important because yes. I mean, yes. and you know, really quickly, if like every time you go, you feel like shit. That's not a good therapist. No, no, no. You should feel better. You should feel mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. and and good and wonderful. And that's yeah. Jack's gone with me several times, and it's just like little stuff that you know, like for example, I am extremely demonstrative with my hands. And um, when he would be like, why are you so demonstrative? I would be like, stop calling me a monster. It's in the name, I don't like it. (laughs) Demon and monster are both in there. It's just a very unfortunate word. But it took finding, like just going to therapy to understand why I do gesture a lot. And right, I'm doing it right now. Um, I'm I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) Danger zone, danger zone. I I know nothing Um, about you seeing my hands. Right, no. Uh, Weird, awkward. Uh, So uh, anyway, but they were there, you know, they were, she was, she's amazing. Her name's Terry, she's amazing. And so it was like a different perspective for both of us. And it was like, oh, and it's never been a problem since. Nice. Ever. So it's just, I feel like a good therapist is. Uh, we should have another podcast just about great therapists. Totally. I would only talk about the one that I know. But anyway. <laughs> I'll um, talk about mine. Mine's really awesome. But, so, uh, yeah. But years see. years later, after I was yeah. in, a, in a, a play, it was my second professional production with your ex, uh, we did a, uh, a film together. Yeah. That is on uh, Amazon Prime, I think. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> totally. Interesting. It's a thing. That's I am ass. a... A bit role, but Leela also guest stars. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, I love it. She's here somewhere. You haven't yeah, seen yeah. her, but she's here somewhere. Cool. Uh, he's he's already been accosted by all dogs, and he was fine with Including it. Including Genji. Dot even peed. Tonight. It was great. She was great. great. Twice. I, I also well, peed. Right. So yeah. Was, um, yeah. yeah. That was right. the second piddle. That was yeah. you. Yeah. That was yeah. the second Wow. I can't decide whether you're just really nervous or if that was just a sign of like gratitude. Oh no, it's joy. It's pure joy. Okay. It's uh, knows, unrestrained. It's I, my, my pants are lined. Like, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> it just it just slides down. Well, and also you know, it's it's just a show of like Dot. I know you're next in line to be alpha. So here's a little piece to make you feel strong yeah. about yourself. Yeah. yeah, here's a little pee just to let you know that I'm aware. Of, That's right. That's right. Uh, how I figure into the pecking order. So later, as in two weeks ago. much later uh we were doing a convention together in toronto and i was talking about the podcast and what we were doing and blah 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 and aaron's like oh yeah well i had this thing that was haunted and i said and like six stories later i'm like we we please come on the show and just tell us your ghost stories and he's like yeah so immediately i was like what's your schedule (laughs) like we That's booked awesome. it right then. Awesome. We haven't I, had a guest in a little while. I know, we That's haven't. Awesome. Who else have you had on? Uh, we had our friend Beth, and Beth. we had Alexis on. And Alexis, okay. and Caitlin. And Caitlin. Plus. Yeah, she oh, was cool. here. She was the most recent in March for St. Patty's Day, or yeah, the St. Patty's Day. she had a really good Irish oh, ghost story. Yeah, nice. But you're just like good story guest. We didn't awesome. need a reason. Uh, you're fantastic. So, awesome. Um, what stories are you going to tell us? Aaron, tell us your stories. I think it's important to give some context. It's really interesting that you had me read that piece because that's like, I, um, 
At times, I have felt like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <gasps> I love uh, it. Where I'm just like, leave me alone. I don't want to hear about this. Like, mm-hmm. like people, like ghosts, like spirits approaching me for help. And just like, I have only 10 more minutes to sleep. Please right. go away. Um, so uh, I think I know, that, I had no um, idea. The context, awesome. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, okay, the context is that I grew up in a super religious uh, household. My dad is a, a Southern Baptist minister. And, uh, and I would say that uh, it's not... Growing up, um, if you had those experiences, I think, I think that if you if you have if you have in, encounters with spirits or with ghosts, uh, those sorts of things, like it it could be seen or perceived as a sign of spiritual weakness. That mm. like perhaps your relationship with the Lord isn't isn't strong enough, oh, right. and that's why these spirits. So like it just com- or they're demons. That was a right. common belief. Yeah. Um. So it just seems com- completely taboo. Right. Um, and off limits, which is um, funny because Holy Spirit, spirits in the fucking title. That's true. Yeah, um, that's how I feel about that. God doesn't, like, Ghost, sh- God doesn't like sharing the spotlight. I think we've established that, like in 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 the view yeah. of, of of certain people. That's true. Um, there are no gods other like, gods. There are no other. That's, that was the famous. That was a quote that my grandfather loved to say. Was like, no, I don't believe in ghosts. Just Holy Ghosts. I'm like, oh, okay. There's yeah. only one. There's All just. Right. There's just one. I mean, even the Bible says there's more than one God, but there's just one Holy Ghost. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's <laughs> so interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, we get we get lost in. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> welcome to the get, and g- cut this out. But I uh, like I feel like the whole the whole like Father Son Holy Ghost thing is really like because people like how do you explain the primitive man like the three different forms of water like ice and like yeah. like the, the, this is a liquid and this is a gas like right. like. That's the father. So to me, it's like the operating right. different realms. I mean, I don't believe in any of that stuff. But if I did, that's what I believe. In. Right. Don't um, cut that out. Don't I don't believe in ice. <laughs> well, I don't drink my gas. whiskey neat. <laughs> um, so uh, don't cut any of that out, Matt. But my uh, my mom. I just remember my mom. My mom would, would regale. I mean, my dad had this crazy idea for I'd move us all to the Midwest, and I'll keep the uh, the details intentionally vague to. Oh, I don't know, whatever, protect the not-so-innocent. Mystery. Yeah. Um, so my dad had this crazy idea to, like, go and under the, the flag of the Southern Baptist Convention, go and start, like, missionary Baptist churches in the Midwest, which is crazy. Yeah, and knowing, like, what I know about the world and how it works today, looking back at that, I was like, that's a stupid idea. Why would you do this? Just from a business aspect. That's right. Yeah. The business of church. Well, because all those savages in the Midwest that have never had contact with that's right. Christianity before totally yeah um there's a lot of lutherans up there we need to save you guys <laughs> yeah. um but my my mom my mom tells this uh story and she has a couple of these different incidents but she like left something she left something at the church the, the church my father was pastoring um and he uh, she goes back uh to grab whatever it is her bible pad the purse whatever and finds uh like next to the 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 church office was directly next to like the deacons like like wherever the deacons would get together and hold hands and pray before the service and whatever and uh she came in uh and they were all around this table holding hands and chanting something and the table was levitating <gasps> uh and by like this just the horror <laughs> like, and like it's southern baptist horror it's not like full like Catholic, because it's a Catholic. You, I feel like if you're raised Catholic, you're basically living inside of the movie The Omen. Right, um, this gets off of you, Damien. Um, and everything is constantly terrifying. That's just, right. it's a terrifying place. 
Um, yeah, anyway, but so it's not that that bad, but like hearing these stories, it like, and so it just made, it made all of that feel like if I, if, if I had, which I did, if I had premonitions and dreams, mm-hmm. um, or if I had wait, waking visions, like, and saw something that was going to happen, like, like moments before it happened or, or dreamt, dreamt about some of the had precog dreams or whatever, like that was to me, it was seen, like seen as like the devil was getting a hold of me, mm-hmm. um, or whatever, or was like, was influencing my life. Um, so did you tell people? No. No. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on the fact. Like, how did that incident end? Did you? Did they? Did, like, with the deacons the around the table, going everything. Back. We're going like, back I, to mom's story. Oh no! In my mind, she's like just standing there. They eventually <laughs> notice her, and that the tables just awkwardly levitating. Like, well, are you gonna put it down? They're like, Hi, Joan. It's like, it's sorry. We just at this table. It's you know, it's balsa wood. <laughs> it's, it's, re- really, it's really light. It's really hard to work with. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I just, I want you never see that like the end of that it's scene. Literally yeah. as stiff as a board, light as a feather. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the story, she she runs out of the church, right? Um, and I hope I'm telling this right, but she runs she runs out of the church and goes home, tells my dad about it. And my dad, like, there was there was there was a, a to do, and there was like one particular guy that I guess in that group of people that had it out for my father. Um, or whatever that means. That's, that is called Baptist Church drama. <laughs> that is no right. drama well, like the, the drama in Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> That's right. Powers. That's right. Uh, wizard, <laughs> wizard, Dickens. Story. it is. Um, or yeah, I've just, I'm not even watching uh, Good Omens is on uh, Amazon Prime right now, and it's <laughs> so good. Oh, I, I haven't it. watched it yet. Oh, it's so great. I can't uh, wait. It's so perfectly cast, and if we're gonna get, we're gonna get lost. It's so good. Okay, yeah. sorry. So yeah. right, right, right. So there was a to do. So they, he, my dad makes the, the executive decision because like everyone like was but like they formed a pack and like there was uh, there were whatever a pack or wolves or whatever, um, and uh, <laughs> makes so the decision to leave the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then like they guess the, the redemptive edge of the story of the end like of this this novella like <laughs> this, uh, is that the guy the guy was like a pig farmer and like a month after like my father left the church his church this guy's house burned to the ground uh, and also his entire livestock was also burned alive. <gasps> Do you ever wonder if you're the reason that happened? It's all for you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Boy, I can Scott, feel it. Maybe. Ooh, ooh. And to, to this day, I can smell the baker's ribs from five miles away. <laughs> well, <laughs> well uh, I wonder <laughs> though. What if you're? This is awful. This is your uh, movie. What? But in my movie, um, <laughs> you've never said anything like that to your parents because of you didn't want to be judged by that. Oh, certainly. But you actually inherited it from your father who also never said anything. And in order to stomp out and have that close relationship, he became a preacher and then all of this other stuff happened. So it really hit the fire is your father's fault. It might be. <laughs> I can't fight that. That's a good movie. Thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like, write the movie. yeah, because uh, speak, speaking of it, because like, in my, I'm, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. um, which is the largest city landmass wise. Duval, yes, three, du- three U's. Um, and the ja- and the Jaguars. And the Jaguars. Um, also home to Hooters and Burger King, and one of the three rivers in the world that uh, flow north, along with the uh, Amazon and the Nile. The St. John's oh. River flows north into the Atlantic. At least that's, those are the lies we were told as children. Also, side note, um, I didn't realize. <laughs> until this was brought to my attention within the past week that growing up in Florida, uh, and I was shocked that this not that did not happen to everyone, we were taught, like, first order of education was teaching you how to run away from alligators. Oh, yeah, no. Is That's it zigzag, it's right? zigzag. I knew, it's zigzag. Now, I knew this, uh-huh. and I learned that as a child. It's important information. But it was like alligators and quicksand were a big concern. <laughs> quicksand, you could Quicksand, for sure. Stop moving. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go out. Our yeah. Text. <laughs> <laughs> Alligators, quicksand, and the devil. And the devil. Um, but, uh, and, tor- and tornadoes. We did tornadoes. We oh, had tornadoes yeah, yeah, yeah. in Oklahoma, but that yeah, was in okay. Texas. It's tornadoes and like and like how not to poke a snake. Right. <laughs> Basically, oh my god, I saw a snake today. And in the Pledge of Allegiance. Sidebar. Saw a fucking snake today when I was driving the girls. I was like, there's this weird stick in the road, and it just started moving on its own, and then it was just slithering like the fucking devil, and it went over the curb and into the grass and just disappeared in the grass. And I just was like, yeah! The girls were like, what? I was like, it's a snake! I'm in the car. I'm perfectly safe freaking out about the snake. And in they my thought it was movie, hilarious, and I couldn't stop shivering from and it. And in my movie, there's a guy on the side of the road that looks like Moses going, sorry, sorry, that's me. <laughs> that was me. That was me. <laughs> it's, right. it's not Moses. It's actually That's Aaron's Aaron, father. yeah. <laughs> that's right. God. Man. So, I'm sorry that we're laughing at your... Uh, sorry, it's a really interesting therapy. time. Like, old, like um, old Testament times, it's really interesting. Like, men of God used to be wizards. Right. Like, so this, yeah. 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 Astrologers and wizards. There's an old version, the, the oldest version of, of the Moses story. He has horns. Did you know that? I did not, I did not know that. that. As far, he resembled. They ratted, they ratted that rat out of the Bible. Yeah, they, it's just like, well, just like a Hellboy. They just handed them down. <laughs> right. um, but it's true. It's true. And in very, very old, 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 old Hebrew traditions, Mo- Moses was born with horns. That is he's very similar. Do you think yeah. it would be really hard to disguise him as a prince with horns? Well, no, that's what the crown's for. That's right. It held on the crown. <laughs> that's, that's why very the prince, convenient. That's why, that's why the prince was the only possible disguise. The only thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the idea that the queen or princess or whomever she was at the time, like, saw this baby. Or the, no, it was the, it was the maid. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That sees him and is like, ooh, a baby with horns. I'm going to take this to the queen. Like. <laughs> We're going to eat it. Or sacrifice it to Baal. I feel like if that was me, and I was like, a baby with horns. Continue on your way. <laughs> There's a reason. Um, yeah. Someone put you in that basket for a reason. Yeah. Sorry. So, no. so, so I'm sorry. I'm still just the deacons around the floating table. So yeah. okay, I, and then they burned down. Boring. Yeah. Um. So. So growing up in Jacksonville yeah. and like in in yeah. and in this particular house, like which I will I'll be talking about a lot of experiences in this particular house. Um, which it was a new house. Like there's no, like we didn't move into an old rickety Amityville horror. Like there right. was no, like, I mean, as far like, I don't know what was on, if it was a plantation before, like that, like those houses, the subdivision was built there or whatever. I don't know. Right. Um, but no one lived in that house before us. Um, but I remember, with, uh, I don't know, maybe as early as eight, uh, being in that house, maybe even seven. I remember one night that my mom was, um, my mom was putting me to bed and I saw, and there was a dimmer on the hallway light um, and I didn't like, it wasn't just the light dimming, but I saw the switch over from like looking over her shoulder. I saw the switch move, um, and it rotated and the oh. light came down and I said, mom, so that light switch just moved on its own. The, the knob turned and she just looked at me and said, Aaron, don't ever say anything like that again. <laughs> oh my God. God. Well, speaking of therapy. <laughs> and then she yeah. went over and turned the knob back up and it's whatever stayed in place for whatever. Jesus. But, um, but I always remembered feeling like a certain, like I never, I, as a kid, uh, and later I would see other things, but like as a kid, I, ne- I never saw anything in that house. I would feel, I would feel presence uh, mm-hmm. in, in the house. Um, That's interesting what you say about your mom because your mom was very hardcore. Like we don't talk about that. Right. Right. His mom was kind of middle ground. Like, yeah. I'd rather not. It was interesting, but that's the end of it. And my mom was like, where the fuck is it? Let's find it. 
<laughs> like, totally yeah. And different. it's a vampire. And it's a vampire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my mom was on the other side. It's like, Mom, I think this is explainable. Well, my mom, it didn't come no. from a place of, no, like, my, my, mother's, no. my mother's very Methodist, so, which is just, like, very, like, light. It's like Christians are just like, just be nice. I'd probably just, yeah. still be a part of the church if I had been Methodist, because that's really about the food. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's all about, like, the biggest, luck, the biggest moral issue is who's bringing what casserole to the picnic. Yeah. Yes. And, but Someone my mother, better bring cream corn. But they're very buttoned. But they tend to be uh, very buttoned up and very like mm-hmm. they don't they don't say mean Methodist? things. Methodist, not the Methodist. I well, know. the Methodist. I, I'm I'm generalizing, but the Methodist church that I went to was very white and very well, middle true. class, yeah. and so everyone was very buttoned up and very sweet to each other. They talked a lot of shit behind each other's back. But that's I mean, church. Whatever, that's just church. That's just church. But uh, but my mom had this thing where like she would. I would. I had several instances where I would discover her just having had an experience, and I'd be like, "What? What? What just happened?" Like, because I could see that she was shaken, and she'd be like, uh, "Nothing, nothing," and she and she'd just blow it off. She didn't want to discuss it. And then later, I would be like, and she would she would tell the story over time. Little, she would give up more of it over the course of like thirty years. There's one story that happened when I was young, and I only just recently heard all of it. And when she finally just said, when she, so my mom has to let quite a bit of distance between herself and the original incident happen before she'll actually tell anyone. And that's because she doesn't want someone to think she's crazy. It's not, I don't think she, my mother is not a uh, profound spiritual thinker. Like my mother's very good at adapting to, to what's in front of her. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, that just seems like something God would think is mean. So, you know, whatever. She's not like, well, that's something that my parent, you know, whatever. She's very open to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think it deeply frightens her. And so she just doesn't want, because I think she's more, she's more scared of the fact that she may be hallucinating than it could be real. I think it would be comforting for her to know it's real. And if no one else is having that experience, she's like, well, then I'm not going to tell you because then I just don't want to learn that I'm insane. Yeah, I just, I think there's... My mom is ready to be insane. <laughs> yeah, your, mother, your, mother's made, your mother's made her peace with being oh, insane a long time she's ago. She's dipping that toe. She's dipping that toe hardcore. Yeah. But for your mother, it seems to come from a, a place of real, like, shame. Um, maybe, yeah. Or I mean, fear. I, I think it's just definitely fear. fear. I mean, I think it also, yeah, it's about fear, and it's also about not letting, like, don't let the devil in the house, like, they're right. like, uh, don't all, speak all, his name, right? Yeah. All that sort of thing, and like there being, you know, power. I don't know, which I don't know that there is any power in the name of Jesus, but um, uh, yeah, I think there's power in anything you believe. There's that's, power. I think that's in, yeah, that's probably true. If you say it loud enough in public, people yeah. will look. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Yeah. <laughs> there's some power. Um, at least. And if you say it loud enough in like another room with someone else, then the people in the other room will talk about it. Um, uh, but I don't know, like, I don't, I guess I, I, that was my background, uh, coming up. And so I don't, and I, and I eventually kind of learned, uh, I, I, I my thought was, well, if I can see these things happening, if I'm having these dreams mm-hmm. about, and I, and I didn't tell anybody that I was having dreams about the whatever, I'd be like, Hey, you might want to look at your back. Like you might want to check into this, but I would never tell them. And they're like, "What? What do you mean?" And it's like, "I just, I don't know. I'm just, I, it, I'm just you walking funny or whatever." Right. Like, and I would make up whatever. Uh, I would lie, like my father, the devil. Um, <laughs> so uh, it would make, <laughs> make something up. It makes me so sad to think, though, of young Aaron having to like find ways to help people without letting people know how he knows. Yeah. Oh, that's so it makes sad. me sad to think that one time you came out to your parents as an atheist and your mom was like, oh, thank God, I thought you were going to tell me you saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. And I don't know what, like, I mean, I believe that we, I mean, I think that time is in our experience here is mostly a construct. I'm having a great time in the construct. This is a, a lot of, there's a right. lot of love mm-hmm. here uh, and a lot of great things to do and experience um, in these uh, meat machines that were inside. <laughs> um, but I don't know, like, I think that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, 
things that are over worlds that are overlapping often. And I, and I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't have a firm, um, grip or I can't point a finger to like this being all like supernatural stuff. Like, I don't know that maybe like, is everything existing all at once? So like, are we like, what is this experiment? What is this experience? Um, Anyway, but yeah, I uh, I would have those. I would have precog dreams for like for most of my youth, and like would talk, like would not tell anybody. I mean, maybe had like one or two close friends that I would open up to about it, and uh, and like maybe my eventually my sister. Um, but I eventually accepted it. I was like, well, fine. Like if this is something that's happening and it's allowing me to do good, right. um, then this can't be bad. Like I just refuse to believe yeah. because it doesn't feel bad. Um, and this, and of course I didn't have, like, once I saw as a kid, once I saw Star Wars, I was like, oh yeah, no, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's what this, it. this, this, I'm this, not the fucking force. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, uh, and then I eventually like, I eventually let go of, of my upbringing and, uh, it kind of, that all kind of dissolved, I guess, like going into like my, fr- I was already kind of letting go of things, like going into my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, when I was in God, acting can you school, I'm, I don't know if you remember this. I'm sorry. Freshman year, not having to go to church on Sundays. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It was like a whole new world. Yeah. Because, I mean, I twice on Sunday and then on Wednesday. 100%. Yeah. I was uh, there when the doors thing. were open, when the doors were closed uh-huh. all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember, like, my my fiance, who had her own little her own little spiritual toe dipping in her teens, when she's like, oh, I'm going to go to church. Uh, and she did all the things and eventually, uh-huh. eventually made her way out um, to safety. <laughs> um, but she, uh, well, it's a great place. It is a great place to be raised as long as there's not, um, I mean, that's why I can read music. Have, like right. I was raised in church. I was raised in choir. Yeah. Like that's there's part of the reason why I'm even it. in front of this microphone right now. Right. Yeah. Same. There are good things about it. Like, the damn to shit on everything. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know, eventually because people are people and the idea is wonderful and beautiful and sweet, but then you know, your music minister is going to fuck the other, the <laughs> well, his well, pianist, and then he's yeah. going to run away with it. Like, eventually yeah. you're going to grow up and discover uh, and have to prepare yourself that the world is just larger than you were brought up to believe. I was yeah. talking recently to a, a director and voice actor that will go unnamed because this is not my story, but uh, that was telling me that... <laughs> for now, we're going to find out later for her, sure. Uh, <laughs> her youth pastor made uh, the girl, just the girls, made the girls of the youth group because they didn't have enough humility, made them wash his feet with her their hair. Who didn't have enough humility? <laughs> uh, you, you know, the problem, you girls are arrogant. Wash my feet. <laughs> wash my feet with your with hair. Your head. Yeah. There's a person with no self-awareness. And the, That's right. And the... Um, I can't say anything right now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> For legal reasons, yeah. I'm not very good, very no, good, no, very no, good. No, no, no. Anything right very now. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. See, and bananas. I will That's say more horrifying than a ghost story. Anyway. Right. I will yes. say, in uh, I have always been the one that's like, why? Uh-huh. You know, like with about ever, like if someone was, why? Why am I? Because then I would bring up reasons. I remember because I was confirmed Lutheran and I was baptized Baptist. Right. So. I have a, a little bit of a mix. And um, and I, um, <laughs> so I remember asking my Lutheran uh, pastor why I couldn't speak in church. And it was, you know, well, women, because of the, you know, sin, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but don't, don't we have to have children? Like, isn't that our children in cramps, right? That's our thing. So if we were already doing it, then why can't? Well, because you're not clean. 
because we took the apple first. I feel like that would make us cleaner. He's the one who followed a bad example. And so this was me all through. And I, I eventually. And he's like, look, this is every time we listen to you, bad things happen. Right. That's, all. That's we all just it don't, We're not a good we're judge. Just, so even right. through, like, I remember too taking this, like, Christian women and, uh, like, being a good Christian wife and this woman who I really respected was talking about how the man is the head of her household and they have an understanding that if their decision is to be made and it's, uh, it, it, there has to be a final decision that he's the one that makes the final decision. And I was like, excuse me, pardon me. Um, why is that? Yeah. Well, if we can't come to an agreement, I was like, well, if you can't come to an agreement on a major decision, I think you have bigger problems than who gets to solve the problem. And so I didn't make a lot of friends at church is what I said. But anyway, I've always been like that, even throughout church. I was on so many prayer lists. I probably yeah. am, still am. And, and, good. and if you're listening, thank you. Thank you. Which is just a Christian version of hit lists. I know. <laughs> that's right. Like someone has Bless a prayer list father. on a mirror written in lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. God. I just remember I just remember like prayer like prayer circles and like it was just like all those lists oh, were just an excuse God. for people to air everyone's dirty laundry. Like, God, we just we're gathered here today. We just want to reach out to you and just uh, bring blessings down upon Laura and her fornicating ways. She's been she's cheating with Mike and she's like just, yeah, yeah. I'm everyone's business. Grateful for the prayer circles that came to my house because if it weren't for them praying over my gayness, I never would have met my first boyfriend. <laughs> Sweet. Prayer Love. works. <laughs> Prayer works. Jesus is real, y'all. Yeah. Prayer is real. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, please don't write us angry letters. It's only, I feel like if you've been in the church, you can still be a believer and understand how ridiculous this are those experiences. Uh, I will also not trying to... take all of your positive prairs. Uh, I'll take oh, all yeah, that positive please. energy. Pray I love, I love it. Yeah. I'm not sure what I believe, but I'm pretty sure if there's a God, he has to have a sense of humor. Oh, my God. Yes. A duck bill, <sighs> platypus, the end. Uh-huh. Um, 100%. So, anyway. So, so, so I'm sorry. So, as I, because uh, I, went, I, went I went to SMU here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. and uh, Oh, my God. For, you're for, so rich. I was, I was, I feel the need. <laughs> I kind of hate that. And I feel the need. I feel the need. Because my. It was a scholarship. Do you know, when my, when my family, when my family <laughs> was in Iowa. going to levitate you. I'm going to Ouija board you through that window. Um, uh, keep, keep me on that prayer list, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. In 1984, when my family was in Iowa, when all that stuff was going down, my dad was on this crazy mission to start Missionary Baptist Lighting Churches. people on fire with his uh, mind. That's right. That's right. Fire starter. Um, <laughs> He uh, setting pig farms on fire. In 1984, my my parents together made seven with two kids made seven thousand dollars. That was a lot of money back then. No, it is not. No, it's oh, not. 1984. I did the, I did the the work, and it's a uh, it's in today's money, it's uh, sixteen four sixteen thousand four hundred bucks. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, so Edward wow. did not come from money, and fortunately, that allowed me to get a scholarship into right. uh, into Damn, SMU. How good those powers did him. Yeah, I can burn fucking pig farms, but I'm only making seven. Can't make money. Insure them first. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Could have been smarter. I say that to everybody, just so you know. Uh, um, So I went to SMU (laughs) and uh, to study acting in acting school, and uh, and I got to the third year um, of the training, and I was I was living a pretty like holistic. I mean. 
in terms of like, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't drinking. I was like, taking like really good care of myself and, and as opposed to now. And, uh, <laughs> in this moment, that's actually. right. Um, and I, uh, which, of course in voice class and we're doing, um, a lot of link letter, uh, techniques and mm-hmm. some other, um, Fitzmorris and like oh, oh, unlo- unlocking a lot of things in your body. Right. Um, and we did like a lot of, uh, guided meditation and things mm-hmm. like that. And I started to have, um, I started to have out of body experiences. Um, <gasps> yes. Yeah. Same. Um, and I was like, to, and I don't, I mean, I have no records of anyone else seeing me astrally projecting, uh, but I shot, like I, in in the midst of um, what, the, the first time that ever happened, I was laying down on the, the, the floor and we were doing our deep breathing and I went up above my body, saw mm-hmm. me below it, um, went up, uh, shot through the roof of the Meadows School of the Arts building. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started to shoot uh, like zigzagging, zigzagging across campus and across, and across the street, across like University Boulevard. Um, but I was, uh, or high, so Hillcrest. Um, oh, yeah, right. But I, I was zigzagging to people that were in crisis. Oh, and like, wow. pe- there was like, a, like people that were taking a test or people that were uh, in a fight. Um, and I was like being, I was being directed, my, my spirit or whatever this thing was, or hallucination, uh, was being, uh, was being directed to these points of crisis and like mm-hmm. and spiritual, whatever struggle and like, or high, uh, high energy intensity and in the human yeah. form. Um, and so I was like, and then I, I came back down and cut, like came back down in my, into my body, um, and had like a, a kind of a moment of, uh, like almost like of sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I was, I would totally was aware that I was laying on the floor, that I was back in my body could not move. Um, and then eventually I like started to breathe and breathe and, and came out of it. Um, and so that kept happening as we were doing the deep breathing uh, techniques and the whatever. And so I started doing it outside of whatever. Um, and so I started to, um, I started to see things anywhere between 30 seconds and 10 minutes before they would happen. Oh, wow. Like I would see, I would see, I'd be walking through campus and like, I'm about, I'm about to see Lisa. And then like, boom, Lisa. And it wasn't about like normal, you know, like it's outside of, of coincidence or maybe. Um, but yeah, and I, I just started to, to know things and like, and I felt like things were opening up and, um, and so I started to read, um, I started, uh, investigating and and researching how to read tarot. Um, -hmm. and so I started uh, doing that and then I, and I was reading people's tarot and doing all those things. Um, but also found that I was inviting energies that were not necessarily awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> um and didn't want to um things are getting a little bit too uh, like on the nose when it was come to the tarot readings um yeah. and there was also just like i just felt i felt a, a, a darkness and, and like there was a heavy presence that was being attracted to what whatever i was doing and to i did light yeah sure yeah. and i didn't know how to I didn't have a mentor or, or there wasn't enough, I don't know, resources or, or whatever to, for me to really understand what I was interacting with. Um, and so I put the kibosh on it, um, and didn't, didn't touch that for a while. Um, uh, but going, leading back to, to ghost experiences, I moved after I graduated from college. Um, I moved back to Jacksonville, uh, cause I was like, oh, well, no, no, stop. We got to make a pit stop. Um, <laughs> so, uh, pit crew. that's right. Uh, I, and I, I, I continue to have pre- premonition dreams and, and cognitive stu- uh, dreams and all that stuff, um, precog dreams. But I, uh, was at one point in time was, was not making a lot of money. I was working as a, uh, waiter at a, um, family style Italian restaurant. Oh. So you were still making more than your parents. 
Well, in, in 1984. There's, yeah, right. sure. There's, um, there's some uh, that. <laughs> and all the breadsticks you can eat. So. That's that's correct. Um, but I so I wasn't making a lot of money, and I was I was doing I was doing some shows uh, here in town. Um, but like booked a couple theater gigs, and uh, but wasn't was just drowning, and like I was starting to pay. I didn't realize you could like almost defer forever to like pay your uh-huh, student loans. Yeah. But I was trying to be a responsible person and <laughs> pay my student that's loans. Disgusting. It is. It's pretty gross. Um, don't pay your student loans. Um, I know, not if they're going to forgive them all. I literally just finished. Thank you, thank you. Uh, paying off, and now they're like, let's forgive them all. I'm like, oh, fucking course. God. Yeah. I mean, eventually, when this country falls apart, they'll just... Uh, Who cares? It'll, it'll all be gone. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't making a lot of money, and so... And I had, like, all of my friends had moved away to the different... Because I was in theater. Like, everyone moved to, like, New York and L.A. and Chicago. And right. they had, everyone had left, and I, like, didn't have a network anymore. For a anymore. good five years, and then they all come back. That's correct. <laughs> um, and so uh, this this girl, uh, this girl, Emily, uh, who was the bartender at this restaurant, um, was like, hey, well, you can come and, like, sleep. Basically, like, my garage is a room. Like, it's insulated, and, like, if you have a bed and want to throw it down, and whatever, and I was like, I'll live like a dog. I don't care. Um, nice. I'm poor, and I'll, I'll save money. Um, and I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, she was just letting me stay in her garage for free on my air mattress. Um, and Ooh. so I was uh, sleeping in this garage and uh, working and waiting tables and trying to figure out what was I don't know anything. Um, and so as I'm living in this house, and this is over in Lake Highlands, mm-hmm. um, weird things start to happen. Yeah, um, I was not informed of anything before I moved into this place. Uh, of like any of the incidents, anyone's history in the space, and uh, and so I started to notice things. Um, I started to hear like there'd be no one's no one home. Um, I would hear a woman's voice um, be asking questions, and I'd like I'd be searching around. I was like Emily, you're home. I was like no, nope. like there's someone there. Um, there was also a uh, there was a ghost cat. Um, Love it. There was a ghost cat, and like all because then there were three three cats that were there, and I was like, I see this little black cat that was making its way down the hallway. Um, and I, um, golly, I would go into the bedroom and there was three, three cats that were there all nested together and sleeping. Clearly I hadn't moved in quite some time. And I went to, uh, I believe, I think Emily came home that day and I said, Hey, um, I think I saw a fourth cat here. And she said, whatever that was like, oh, that's, oh, that's so-and-so. Yeah. She kind of like hangs out here. And I think like, I've seen her spirit here before. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, it's- Cool. Okay. It's not the yeah. first ghost cat to make an appearance on our podcast. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, but I, uh, I eventually, like, as I was, I remember like brushing my teeth uh, in the bathroom, um, in the hallway, the hallway bathroom, uh, and I would see uh, scratches um, that would start to appear on my forearms, and I'm like, and I can watch. I'm watching it as it's wow. happening in the mirror, um, and so, and I, and I, I've seen enough whatever paranormal shows and like mm-hmm. had enough experience and, and whatever, uh, to know that that's generally like, that's poltergeist activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that generally happens when you have, when there's a poltergeist that has a, a, what they see as a dominant man entering the home and they're trying to send a message that like they are not welcome or they need to leave or whatever. So you peed on the floor. So I peed on the floor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> peed on the floor, wrote, wrote my name, uh, with the P. Um, As you do. That's right. And then I scratched my own arm. So I was like to cover him. I was like, you, I can hurt me more than you can hurt me. Um, so, you got oh, bring it. Um, so I went into Emily's room and I said, hey, what, this is happening. And Emily said, we don't talk about those things in this house. God, I will Hold on. She's like, wait till we get to work. And I will, ah. I will talk to you about it at work. 
Um, and I'm like, okay. We don't talk about things in, in this particular house. Right. right. Because they, she didn't want it to hear. I guess. Yeah. That yes, that was absolutely. She was did not want to stir up the thing or like give it more power by talking about it or whatever. Huh. Yeah. So um, so she tells me like we get a slow moment at work and there's like what so what's what's the deal with what's the deal with all that? Because um, there's definitely a presence in the house. There's something that's that's happening here. Um, and she said, uh, well, like you're not the only person to have an experience. Um, I have seen things, uh, and I also saw cabinet doors would open and close and all that sort of thing. Footsteps. Um, it's always footsteps. Yeah, totally yeah. footsteps. Animals too. That's yeah, especially with poltergeist stuff. They and they're like the the glimpse of animals is pretty frequent interesting in, in a lot of cases I, i'm obsessed about poltergeists and i've he been studying, oh, nice. i've made a study of them for a lot of years now because but, but anyway that's sure sure, sure. Another time but yeah so it's it's the animal the seeing animals is a very pretty common adjunct to that's awesome. the other experiences i did not know that yeah Awesome. Um, so she said, um, she said that uh, another friend of hers who's very sensitive um, to these sort of things uh, came over for, they were just having a party and she went into the bathroom to, uh, she went into the bathroom and used the bathroom and then like was washing her hands. And when she looked up in the mirror, she saw a woman that was laying in the bathtub and looked dead and the bathtub was filled with blood. Oh! To the brim. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, uh, with yeah, mm. watery blood, and oh. uh, and so she and she looked back at the bathtub. Um, oh no! She looked back at the bathtub, <laughs> I'm and there covering was, my eyes like it's a horror movie. <laughs> uh, and there was nothing. There was there was. She looked back at the bathtub, expecting to see nothing, and there was still the woman in the bathtub <sighs> with the blood. And then she turned around and looked in the mirror, and then the woman was standing directly behind her. Oh my no, god! I know you don't. Jesus, I just, my fuck. Um, oh no. Yeah, and she immediately—that girl just ran, got the right the fuck out of the house and That's had right. never come back and never really talked to Emily she ever is again. <laughs> a wise woman, maybe not yeah. the not talking, so but don't my, go back. That's gonna, we're gonna break my heart and fast rule. If something like that happens, don't talk to it. <laughs> then it's that's like what, yeah it's, he always wants me to talk i'm like but what if it answers well, it's just little minor yeah. stuff it's know. just probably something perfectly benign that just wants you to acknowledge it and if it's oh just the same way a friend or your puppy or whatever wants to be acknowledged but if it's a fucking evil spirit that's covered in blood that's coming out of the bathtub well, it may not have been just, evil it just is a very scary thing to see but i just assume that, that <laughs> just assume that whatever her problem is it's beyond your expertise yes it is soon going to be I mean, your she problem was really glad she had just gone to the restroom mm-hmm Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, uh, so Emily told me that, um, and her parents, like her parents, bought this house for her, or like as an investment property or whatever, right. as part of their company, but like bought it for her, um, and the got it at a rock bottom bargain basement price. Uh huh. Um, they did because a woman killed, like killed herself in that house, like slit her wrist open and killed herself in that bathtub. Wow. Um So it was. Uh, Thanks, mom and dad. In, in town. That is yes. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna want to know exactly I where know later. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, it is somewhere off of Ferndale. If I drove around oh, enough, right. I could I could find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you know like when the woman supposedly killed herself? Do you have I, any idea? I mean, it would have been. Uh, I think it might have been like seven or nine years prior. Wow. Um, put it in the. I can't. Yeah, yeah. But like. 
Probably, like, within our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. One, yeah, totally. Um, so, and like a bunch of different weird things would happen. Um, a bunch of different thing, weird things would happen. I remember she was an interior, Emily was an interior designer. She was going to school at like Art Institute to do the mm-hmm. things. And so she was drafting some things up in AutoCAD and she was really proud of what she did. She said, Aaron would like come up here and check out my design. And so I went in there uh, to look at her stuff and I hear the sounds of jackhammering outside the window. I hear construction workers yelling back and forth and it's like screaming things. And there's a bunch of like tools and machinery and all this stuff. And that's I, not quiet. No. Um, and so I <laughs> I look out the window and there's no like it's all chain link fence. Like there's no wood fences that are tall, whatever. I can see everything and there is nothing out there. And when I look out the window, the noise stops. And when I go when I come back to talk to Emily, the noise starts up again. And then I look back out there and it stops. And I said, what it sounds like there's construction happening out there, but there's no one out there. And she did not look me in the eyes. She continued to look at her AutoCAD and she just said, yeah, they've been out there all day. <sighs> so there was a lot of that. Um, the event that led to me leaving <laughs> and never coming back um, and not having that. Not did you because, even get your mattress? Um, no, I left. I, I think I grabbed. I grabbed my clothes. Um, I mean, most most of my stuff was in storage anyway. But like, right. I I just I grabbed my clothes and like all like I didn't get. I, uh, air mattress stayed. No, no, no. Fuck yeah. an air mattress. Um, that's right. Fuck an air mattress. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went down to, to to lay down one night in my garage, um, and went down, like, like lay down on the floor and like reached over to set my alarm. And then when I looked up, there she was standing above me. <gasps> And she looked fucking, she was angry, but it was like, ang- like deep core anger, but yeah. like hollow, just like, why are you here? Like hollow look in her eyes. And I can like, I, it was, she was it, all in white. Uh, she was all in white. Bitches in white. Yeah. She was a bitch in white and she was a straight up bitch. Yeah. Um, and she was just staring at me and I, like a coward, closed my eyes and <laughs> closed my eyes and did yeah. not open them and I just laid there and was like this is something that I like no and I am going to if hope maybe fall asleep I don't know um and when I do I will wake up I will gather my things and I will be <sighs> if need be and I was for two months um homeless yeah uh, and I just like popping up like whatever I go work a shift and I come home like go like find a place take a shower do the things um, and then eventually, like, I, because I didn't have any, like, a circle of friends left or enough money to do anything, just uh, headed back to Jacksonville. Oh, my God. Because um, it's like, bitch, I am in the garage. What kind of power do you think I have here? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, who, knows? I mean, who knows? Did what? Emily ever have anything like that? Do you know? Like, did you talk to ever talk to her? I don't think she. I don't think she ever had any kind of like direct contact visions of with her the, with the woman. Yeah, I think she just had like things would be knocked over off the counter. I mean, it, like she lived with cats, yeah, I mean, how so did got she on. Live there. Right. She yeah. had frequent encounters with her. I don't so know. Maybe people she are weird. Sensitive, but that's interesting that she would have some of the experience. Like so, that's so terrifying. You, yeah, you talked about. Um, just backtrack for a second. You talked about like the first time when you know when you were shaving or brushing your teeth rather, and, and the scratches appeared on your arm, and you went to her and were like, "What <clears throat> the fuck?" And she was like, "We don't talk about that here." What kind of things did she tell you about? Uh, apart from like her friends, did she, did she relate any of her own experiences 
Um, it was just uh, noises. She saw the ghost cat. She saw um, cabinets uh, open and close. Okay. Um, that was the thing. You may have already said that. I'm just so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so like yeah. jarred by what you personally experienced. And I couldn't remember if she'd given you any details. Yeah. That's so... And, that, and that's... And that's it, incidentally, that is also a, a common feature of poltergeist activity is that it some, some people have far more intense versions of the same experience at the same time. So, uh, for example, like... Um, Going back to the animal, there are several cases where someone, there's a, a case of a farm in uh, in Yorkshire where uh, prior to events escalating in the home, on the home, in the homestead, the, the ranch itself experienced weird things, but people saw, like one of the children, uh, they weren't children, <clears throat> they were younger members of the family, but teenagers, uh, saw just what they thought was like a normal house cat that was like kind of lining the fence, but the, the same... Uh, uh, at the same time, the younger brother of uh, the one, I'm, I'm getting it all muddled, but two people saw the same cat, but one person saw it as a house-sized cat, and the other person saw it as a leopard. Oh, wow. Um, and they both saw it doing the same thing. And this was, like, shortly before, you know, things like classic, what we associate with classic poltergeist activity began escalating in the home. In the Skinwalker Ranch story, where the they saw gigantic wolves, I mean, like, yeah. extinct dire wolf-sized wolves, uh, that that everyone at some point saw, but it, and it just it, weird things like that. So it's like there's a phenomenon going on, but different people with different levels of sensitivity see something a little different. Uh, but there's some overlap. I'm just I'm yeah, just yeah, fascinated yeah. by all that because that that house sounds fucking crazy okay. active. Yeah, I mean for that for the for the because apparitions. I mean, and we all know this. Apparitions are the holy grail of the paranormal experience. They don't happen very often. Right. Um. You know, maybe one in a million people have seen one like for longer than just a blink of an eye or seeing something straight, you know, seeing one straight Made on. eye contact mm. with them. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Made eye contact with them. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often. It just doesn't mm. happen. But, but people will, you'll, they'll catch glimpses or see shadows or something. And it's almost like certain people just can't see it as well as others. Yeah. But if some people are in the right place at Oof. the right time, then, whew. and who knows? Does... It's like maybe you being there was like, finally someone I can talk to. And she just, you know, she's so, um, whatever the spirit is so imprisoned in her last emotion that you know even curiosity looks like hatred and then yeah you know she doesn't live there anymore though i would imagine i can't imagine no i yeah, i i, I just can't sold. yeah god that is that was way more did, intense than i was totally expecting totally sell now that's probably worth a mint <laughs> sorry uh-huh ghost or not i mean yeah. that property value is increasing over there that's right <laughs> that's Cyber. right Cyber. Uh, God. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, yeah. so, that is that so is so then oof. So yeah, so I moved back to um I moved back to Jacksonville, which is the and, and my parents were both um I started I was my, my parents were both out of town living in two different cities doing out doing contract work like IT stuff and whatever. Um so I was living in my childhood home uh by myself and uh and was I know was doing because they were looking to sell at some point soon like they all live in Tennessee now but um they were looking to sell at some point soon and so I started doing remodeling I was remodeling their bathroom that's uh, when and, you started that's when it all started well I mean when I moved back to Jacksonville I started working construction which is when I, I learned to lay tile um yeah. and was working with my cousin and and building homes uh building build homes um <laughs> slipping slipping uh building homes in uh, in jacksonville uh and just south of jacksonville but uh, uh yeah so i learned to do all that stuff and was remodeling um my parents house so they could sell it and uh man and they give some minor upgrades so and, and so that's when this girl appeared right construction um, right construction 
Um, that's what I find so ironic is like doing renovations. Like that's your expertise that you've gotten <laughs> into now. No. I am sensitive. <laughs> Let me go do the things that, that stirs that everything stirs, up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Tease something will happen. Uh huh. Like, but like I said, I mean, that was, like, board, that was our place a wall. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that is right. Um, but yeah, that was a, I mean, because that was a, a new house to us. Like that was not, right. no one, like there, I don't know what was there before. Um, and I never saw this girl pop up uh, ever until I moved back home. Um, and she, uh, even before, and she showed up even before I was doing the things, but she like, I mean, like specifically, like there were times that I'd be painting the, the, like painting the walls and she just like would come and like be like watching me paint. Um, and I like, I never, she never, it was, that was more glimpsy stuff. Like right. I would, I would look and see her and then she'd be gone. Um, but she was, she was about five, seven. Um, she had a bob. I, just, I, just, I don't know. I don't know anything about women's fashion. Or That's a bob. What you're describing is, yeah. is just cut short, like at the jawline. Yeah. Um, maybe not the jawline. It was definitely shoulder length. So shoulder like she like she shoulder length brunette long, hair. That's a long. I'm long. so sorry. <laughs> Um, okay. I am a bald man, um, and I have not had to know anything about hair for quite some time. It's a, you it was a, believe how much money I'm saving. Back then it was, yeah, back then it was still a bob. That's right. Back then it was still a bob, though. That was before lob was really being used. So that's uh, another podcast. It is. Um, but it was shoulder-length uh, brunette hair, and she had glasses, and she was wearing... This green dress that she had had a white collar on, had a white collar, but it was it was down like almost to her knees. Um, but the, the shape the shape of the dress could have been from like a period of like fifty years. Right. Like I don't, I never got a good like a good enough shot at it to like under, understand. Type of, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, sounds uh, like a classic A line. Totally. Yeah. Um, but she started <laughs> she started hanging out, and I let her know. I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm cool. If you want to talk about stuff or you need to get something out, like I'm here and uh, whatever. You don't have to be afraid. And and please don't. I mean, she didn't seem malicious or mis- like mischievous. She just, just seemed curious. curious and hanging out. Oh um, so yeah. Uh, so I uh, my next door neighbors um, my next door neighbors uh, are. Frankie and back in back in Jacksonville um, are Randy and Frankie. Yeah. Frankie uh, is uh, the wife. Um, Frankie is all about uh, is all about the supernatural. Is all about the. She wanted me to read her, her tarot cards. Like mm-hmm. absolutely fucking not. Um, <laughs> never again. Um, and uh, Randy doesn't believe in shit. Like yeah. just never doesn't give a damn about the supernatural. Is like if it doesn't if you can't touch it, it's not real. All that shit uh, works for the railroad. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's one night. This, I mean, and, yeah, there's there's one night that like, I'm coming home, uh, coming home from work or, or somewhere, uh, and I pull up in my truck and uh, I go inside and um, go inside, whatever. And like Randy sees me and like waves or whatever. Um, and then the the next day, um, as we're drinking Bud Light in uh, the driveway, as you Yum. do in Northeast Florida, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Bud Light, I'm ready for a sponsorship. Um, so we're hanging out on a Friday night, uh, drinking Bud Light in the driveway. Uh, and he said, and he knows at this point in time, like I'm in a long distance relationship, but I've been in a committed exclusive relationship. And he knows this, um, but he's like, Hey, man, did you, uh, did you get some strange last night? <laughs> and yeah. like, I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, did you get some tang, man? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I saw that girl, man. You came home with that girl. It's which, uh, you like, you didn't get, you weren't have you didn't do it or whatever. And it was like, uh, no, man, I don't know. What, what are you talking about? She's like, man, the girl, man, she had, uh, she had, Brown hair, she's real cute. Glasses. I think they call it a lob. I think they call it a lob. Uh, I've got a mullet, so I don't really know anything about hairstyles. Um, but dude, and I said that's dude. No, I did not. 
but that's the girl. Like that's that's, that's the, the girl that's the been hanging spirit. out. Uh, and he's like, "Are you shitting me, man?" I was like, "No, dude, that's for like." You know, he's like, "Man, you know, up until this moment, I haven't believed in any of this shit, but I, I'm scared." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, uh, there's no reason you're scared. She's totally fine, but like, you totally saw the fucking spirit." Yeah. Um, yeah. And he saw it with you, or he just saw her like he leaving? saw he saw her with me, in like the walking car. Uh, walk, in the car and then walking up to the to the house. She was just hanging out with him. Yeah. Wow. He Long probably out. he probably had Randy. Yeah. He probably had a few, so he was a little more relaxed spiritually. Speaking. That's right. Yeah. You get your, your pineal gland, that Bud Light. Also, oh, are you listening? <laughs> also a Bud classic Light feature. Helps, helps you see ghosts. That's right. That's a new slogan. You can pay us. Also that. a classic feature in poltergeist hauntings, where like the who the Alcohol center of it, or drinkers. people can be more sensitive if they are yeah. alcoholic. There's one famous case, Doris uh, Doris Bythers, when she was alcoholic, shit would happen around her constantly. Never like twenty people could see it, and when she started sobering up, the the phenomenon dampened considerably. Interesting. To the point, and she drank again and it. Sparked back up. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> hold uh, up. Let me start this Hold party. up. Let me open this here. I think the Pass real, I think the real moral of the story is that if you were ever caught cheating, um, you, you do not, <laughs> do not rule out supernatural expl- explanations right. uh, as a possibility. <laughs> there wasn't anybody in my car. I don't know what you're talking about. Talking yeah. about. That's the ghost. Listen, That's my, ghost. my milkshake brings all the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you did keep the air mattress. That's right. Uh, I did. Um, we should get t-shirts made of uh, my mystery girl. We have a guy. Um, awesome. Brad, there you listen. Um, uh, so, um, but uh, over the course of time, and like I'm having more experiences with this girl, like she, and she never opened up to me. Like she never said anything. She never like, whatever. She's just chilling, chilling, hanging out. Um, so, uh, and then at one point in time, my sister, I think, I think my, my niece, my niece was probably four or five at the time. My niece, Zoe, and she, um, which kids are when you're a kid before you put weird filters on your brain and you can't see anything mm-hmm. uh, when you grow up and become an adult and your childhood dies. Um, <laughs> she, you can like you're more open. Um, but uh, she came to visit and like my sister also came to visit and uh, Zoe wandered off and like into my sister's old uh, bedroom, which at this point in time was completely empty because I painted it and we were, everyone was a thing. Everyone was moved out. Um, but Zoe, uh, wandered back there and stood behind the, the doors, basically that was cracked open. Um, and she stood and was staring, uh, behind the door. And for whatever reason, mother's instinct or whatever, my sister was like, Zoe girl, what's going on, baby? What you, what are you looking at? And my niece said, there's a girl behind the door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's, uh, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Man. Jesus. See, the word does have power. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Fuck. Yeah, that's... That's uh. And so this is what we were talking about right before opening ceremonies, which started an hour late. And I was like, stop it. I am... We are having a conversation. Thank God, here's, thankfully, they were late. You're like, go on, go on. Go, more, go, more. go on. Tell me uh, everything. This is... Uh, so this at this point in time, this is where I kind of start to feel like Whoopi Goldberg. Because I, like, I feel like things no are, are, are reaching out to me and things are happening. But I... Uh, and this is a this is a dream. It, it's interesting. There's a there's this theory. I, I heard this this recent theory that people that are... That people that claim that they have been abducted uh, by aliens are having some sort of... Um, released like flashback memory of childbirth and that oh. because yeah, you're being like I've there's suddenly like a bunch of light and you're in a well like well super lit you're, area yeah, and there's people wearing masks yeah into this brightly lit and they have these weird faces with giant eyes yeah so that's right what they're seeing that's everybody's like oh baby mm-hmm. it sounds like a bunch of malarkey to me 
Um, but uh, yeah, so my point being, um, there was a night, uh, I, I had this crazy dream. Um, it, was su- it was super, super detailed, but I, I had this crazy dream. I'm, sl- I'm sleeping in my childhood uh, bedroom and, uh, and I'm working at this point in time. Like I'd stopped working construction and I started working for this retail business because uh, like the two crash, the housing crash of 2008 had happened. Oh, yeah. um, and so I was working for this really terrible uh, flooring retailer and I had to work on New Year's Day. Uh, um, so I... Sales, sales, Yeah, sales. that's right. Um, no better no better way to start the year by spending money. Um, but I was, I basically, I was having a, I was having a kind of a waking, like a, a lucid dream where I was in my room um, and I guess there was morning light that was pouring in into the, the bedroom. Um, and I, in my dream, I'm, I look over at the corner, the opposite corner of, uh, from where my bed is uh, in my room where it's very dark. And I just see these two white eyes pop open. Um, and I'm like, okay, terrifying. But also, like, this other girl is talking to me. I've got ghosts and things are happening. So I'm like, okay, I'm open. I'm open. Like, if this is something that's going to happen, like, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's, like, let's, let's do, just it. do it. Let's just do it, yeah. So, uh, she, and then she starts, like, crawling over to my bed. Um, and I can see that she is dark. Like, she is dark. Yeah. Um, like, she is, like, 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 this, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm leading hard. She looks, she looks either, like, She's either black, but like African black, like uh-huh. it's like super North African black, or she's um, uh, perhaps Indian. Right. Um, those are my two options, like right. from based on Very what she looks skin. like. Yeah, like long and long dark hair. Um, and so she's and she's wrapped in a robe thing, like a, a piece of fabric um, that doesn't really resemble any kind of Western clothing. Okay. Um, and so she is making her way to the bed, and she's saying. Um, she's saying, Jimmy Dervish, Jimmy Dervish. It was like, we have to help Jimmy Dervish. You said you, you said you would help Jimmy. And I was like, I, I was like, Hey, I have to get up in 10 minutes. I'm for, I don't know who this guy is. Um, I'm sorry that you're in trouble. Um, I didn't make any promises <laughs> to this person. Um, I don't know how to help you. I would like to go to bed. I'd like to sleep some more, um, before I have to get up and go to this horrible job. I love your passion for sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's like, but you said, you promised, you said you would help Jimmy Dervish. I was like, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. And so she disappeared, like she slinks below the, the eye level of my bed. Oh no. Oh um, no. And then her head, what I believe is a head, comes, rises up uh, in my sheets, like the, under like my comforter. And so, and then it starts moving, it starts moving toward me. Uh, and so I like, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, so you push your head down to your crotch? <laughs> so that's a different different movie. Um, so and I'm seeing a pattern here. You're like, no, that was. I swear, I didn't have anyone over. That was a ghost. <laughs> uh, so I can see the head moving towards me, and at this, at this point, I'm getting agitated because I'm like, leave me alone. Oh, um, and so I tear, I, like, I, op- I tear open the the in my dream, tear the comforter off. Uh, and I reach, there's nothing there. I don't see her mm-hmm. head, but when I reach out to grab the space where her head should be, I feel her head. <laughs> um, and so, and then boom, I wake up and my room looks exactly the way that it did in my dream. I look over in the corner just, just to make sure right. that nothing's happening. Um, and so I was like, Jimmy Jervis, Jimmy Jervis, what the? And so I go and I, uh, we had Google then. Um, in 2000 and, uh, Thank God, and, and, by yeah, then. I know. Um, so, uh, I Googled, uh, Jimmy Dervish, um, and this, uh, I actually pulled, this is a BBC article, 
um, by, it looks like by Tyne Roots was the person who wrote it. And this is actually, I was wanted to get back, I wanted to be on the show back in February because this ties into black history. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is a little, a little snippet from this article. Um, Jimmy Durham, the sergeant's boy from Sudan. James Francis Durham was the first African to join the British army as a fully enlisted soldier. Follow his amazing story, which took him from the banks of the Nile to the banks of the Ware. Um, young Mustafa seemed destined to be a, sh- a soldier from the moment he was found on the banks of the Nile by Captain uh, Bo- Bovier de Lisle. It was New Year's Day, 1886, and de Lisle was leading a mounted party of the Durham Light Infantry. This was the Battle of Guinness, Egypt, and de Lisle had set out to capture the enemy's river transport. The party approached a large African riverboat uh, with a considerable number of enemy on board. A charge was made and the boat was seized. Uh, the Arab inhabitants fled in the darkness, leaving only one behind who was badly wounded. Alongside the boat was an infant. The child was handed over to Sergeant Stewart, who named him Jimmy Dervish. <sighs> the boy's real name was Mustafa. And then he went on, like he became, yeah, James Francis Dunham when he, he went back to, because of like whatever British imperialists ended up being adopted and like grew up in England and what? became became an officer in the military. Wow. It's just crazy. And so, I mean, back, this goes, this harkens back to the, the idea that we're, somehow in some because we're only guess using 10% of our brains to operate right. like like what information am i am i subconsciously gathering like is that something that i heard about in my 4th or 5th grade like whatever or 6th right. grade history class no no it is not and there's yeah. no way that i was like possibly retained that crazy knowledge to no. come up with yeah. that imagery and like so that's i don't know I, maybe maybe it maybe i did who knows um but and I and yes, I understand. Like she would have, she wouldn't have been saying Jimmy Dervish in English. That was, right. was definitely that was not. You know, she wasn't speaking her native tongue. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was crazy. That is crazy. Wow. And that the fact that crazy. it had it was I woke wow. up on on New Year's, on Day. New Year's Day. Yeah, it was huh. bonkers. And I went to work that day and told everyone that story. Yeah, uh, and they were all impressed. Yeah, it's an impressive yeah. story. Those are all impressive stories. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of blown away. I told I, you. I got, I yeah, told I know. You. It's not, how, Jesus Christ. That's uh, awesome. Like, we, we've, like, we've got to sit down and have more discussions. There's one more story. Do we have time? <gasps> okay, but I have to pee first. Okay, so one more story. Right. Um, so I'm still in the process. I'm in, I'm in Jacksonville. I'm in that house. And I'm in the process of... Um, of of beautifying things and I'm and I'm doing yard work or whatever and it's probably like it's around sunset it's like I don't know six five who knows um, but it's around sunset and I'm I'm pulling garden hoses together and, and cleaning things up um, and my neighbor um, Frankie uh, and her daughter who I guess is still is, I think still under the age of eighteen so I won't say her name um, but Frankie is watching her daughter play in the driveway and they're just hanging out and doing whatever uh, in Florida and uh, and so I. As I'm as in the middle of work, I look over and I see someone standing behind Frankie that I've never seen before. Um, there's this older lady, uh, older lady, a little bit stout, um, with curly gray hair, this white and pink striped shirt, uh, and these kind of nasty pink shorts. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I've never seen that person before. I'm pretty familiar with their family. We have poker nights and do all things. Um, and uh, and so I and the way that the sun 
the way that the sun was shining through her and like, or off of her was just different. I don't know. And so, and as I was, and I thought about letting it go and because like, whatever, I'm trying to get work done, but it was like, something told me, I felt led to go and talk to Frankie about it. Um, so I went over there and I said, Hey, do you have a, and I didn't open with this. I made it not seem like I was a total sociopath. Um, <laughs> but I was like, uh, I just took the, took the mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, so I, I went over and whatever, made some ch chatted, made some small talk. And I said, Hey, you got some uh, company over here today? And she's like, no, that's just like, so it's just you and Alyssa. Yeah. Just me and Alyssa hanging out. And I was like, cool. And she's like, why? And I said, I saw this woman. Um, I saw a woman and I described her, the, the gray hair, the nasty pink shorts and the white and striped, uh, white and pink striped shirt. Um, and Frankie just burst into tears. Uh, and she said, that is my grandmother. We always used to make fun of her nasty pink shorts. And I never got to tell her that I was pregnant with my daughter. And so knowing that she is here and watching her grand, her great granddaughter grow up is amazing. Yeah. And she just, she bawled and held me. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. That's so, a, yeah. That was a good, thank you for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I needed, yeah. I needed something a less terrifying. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So does this happen a lot or is it just kind of... I am actively avoiding ghosts these days. Nice. Yeah. It's terrible I... that you came on this podcast. That's, that's correct. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. I kind of wish it happened. Do you ever... Mm. I, and this is a very deeply personal question, of course, but like, do you ever see yourself like ready to kind of dip your toe back into it or you think you're just done for ghosts? I don't think so, man. I just don't. I can't like... It's a lot. I just can't. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to... It's just... It invites too much... I just don't... And I don't... Uh, I just don't, there's nothing, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think so. I just, it's the, the, the energy that it, like the weird energies that it brings in, I don't really want those in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know that I'm like, I don't know that it's benefiting. I don't know. It, maybe it benefited Frankie and it me telling her the thing, but like, I don't really. Yeah. And I feel like I whoever that, that woman was, that was with you with the, the hair and you know the dark hair and the glasses she was obviously benefiting somehow sure you know having at least somebody to hang out with that was okay with her hanging out with them yeah yeah you know but it's still it's just like i mean it's a lot though. it is a lot it's also crazy i mean I, it's like it's i sound insane. like a crazy person like yeah. talking about these things and well, yeah, it's just that, I, yeah. I, it's of course but i mean that's that's uh, yeah it's a not it it just doesn't fit into most people's view of the world yeah. And that's, that's what's so terrifying about the experiences. Like when my mother has these experiences, like I imagine there's something akin to what you must feel. Like I think my mother probably is very sensitive or at least sensitive enough to have had some pretty intense experiences and she feels ashamed of them because they don't make sense with what she knows everyone else believes. Right. And that's how fucking lonely that feels. But mm -hmm. it's weird that that sense of isolation may be what draws whatever it is, because they must feel the same thing on some level, yeah. uh, you know, so who knows? I mean, it's like they know their own. Because yeah. um, I was, I mean, I've had my own experiences too, but I, I don't, I can't remember a time where I ever felt, um, I mean, and nothing even comparing to the intense experiences you've had, but I've had enough that I was like, okay, yeah, clearly there's something and I believe in it, but I don't, 
I, I, I just grew up in a very different household. We were all very weird and bohemian and had our own beliefs, and I was always the weird kid. So, like, I guess I just never, I never had a very complicated view of what I saw, except, like, well, that's weird. I don't like the unpredictability of it, but I don't really care if anyone thinks I'm crazy because they do all the time anyway. When you grow up gay, you just get used to being like, oh, everyone thinks all kinds of shit about me, and I don't really, <laughs> right. you know, that's right. like, it's whatever, I can take it. You know, oh, you think I'm crazy because I saw something. Okay. It's very similar but to I guess, a woman. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess, so I guess perhaps that's, I mean, it's the experience, but I don't, but I also haven't had that many experiences in recent years. It's only when we've started doing this that I've had more experiences in the past I think the past two years I've had more experiences than I've had in the past ten yeah all together combined which is weird because I mean for a lot I was I had a lot of stuff happen when I was young which is pretty standard uh, because I hadn't, like you said, I hadn't really developed that filter that told me, like, you know, that I hadn't, I didn't see the need to filter it out, so I just, I just accepted it, and then I guess as I got older, it just, there wasn't room for it, and whatever, but I used to read tarot, too, and I stopped, because <clears throat> I had an experience where I read someone's tarot, and he was a total non-believer, and then something happened, um, that was pretty much exactly what, what I saw in the cards, and I didn't know how accurate it was, I never do, but that was one where he came back, and he was, you know, really shaken by what had happened. I like that both of you are like, I was really right, so I had to stop. <laughs> I was so good at it. Well, it changes things. It changes things. I mean, one, it it's does open up. It's not the card that changes it, though. Well, no, it's the you fact that someone, it, 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 well, no, but it's suddenly you have this relationship with a person who now sees you as someone that knew something you could not have possibly known. And, like, it's hard to... It's I I, I, can't, I mean that's a dumb I can't, problem. Well, I can't fault, <laughs> I can't fault anyone for for like being creeped out by that. It's like if you if you knew you were sitting across from someone that could read your fucking mind. Not that that's I'm saying that, but as a metaphor, mm-hmm. if you could sit across from, how close do you think you you could possibly feel to someone who could read your mind? Because there's you know what I, I mean? feel like that's <clears throat> the best possible. I mean, you can read my mind. We're very close. Well, I don't know. I think there's I I, I think it's I feel a barrier. very. I think no one I'm wants to be around you because right no now. one I'm wants sorry. to. Huh? I'm a contrarian right now. I that's okay. Well, we need we need texture. Well, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing though is like, and maybe this is just me and my whole like I don't fucking care. But um, the person who is like, oh my gosh, I asked you to do tarot cards and you were right, and now I feel like you can read my mind as an idiot. So like, fucking who cares? Well, for, for me, it wasn't that. It was like it was. Is that, it was... Is that hardcore? Is that too? Mean? I think in, in my I'm not it, understanding. It wasn't. Well, in my experience, it was a little more complicated than that. But the guy didn't believe in this stuff, and then now he it, it's and now his our shared experience made you him believe in something. The that, spiritual mic on him. Well, but it, it fucked with him, and it, and it had tragic consequences, and uh, and wow. so it like so then it's like not that he blamed me, but I now associated with something that was fucking. Guys, that's different. Yeah. So I'm now I'm like I don't want to be that for people. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a bad association because yeah. of something, uh, some weird little parlor trick that I happen to be good at. Not that it's a parlor trick, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, do I have to do this? I don't need to do this. I can have meaningful relationships without reading people's <laughs> cards. Um, so, but it's, yeah, it, there's, there's a lot of... I know several people, though, that do tarot, and they just won't say bad stuff. They just leave it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have, when is the last time that you all had anything read for you? Uh, Are you pretty three recently? weeks ago. Cool. I was yeah. approaching about a year ago, I guess, right? Yeah, about a year ago? probably eight year months. Yeah. Not too, not too long. I don't mind having, I don't I'll mind having tell, it. I'll tell you about it. Yeah. I don't have. I don't mind having it read for me. I just don't like necessarily reading it for other people unless unless we're close enough that I can be like, all right, um, this is. But yeah, the person who I read who who read my cards, she does not 
keep it quiet though. Like she doesn't. She'll say the bad stuff too. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's, she's very, also very straightforward. Fucking awesome. Yeah. She'll be like, if you don't want that to happen, you should stop fucking doing that shit. <laughs> She'll like, be like, so that thing oh. is stupid. What you just did. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's time for you to accept that it's stupid and move on. Like that's how yeah. She did. She's pretty direct. But it's like hardcore yeah. therapy. If you pair a really good psychic with a really good therapist. <laughs> and a sure. Bud Light. And a Bud Light. A but Bud just like Light. pour it out. Don't, <laughs> don't don't drink it. Don't yeah. drink it. Don't drink it. Thanks, man. Thanks for yeah. coming on. This, yeah, this yeah. I'm been, so glad. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Amazing. for having me. This is awesome. I hope everybody else loved it as much as we did. Yay. I'm sure they're all at home making the same gestures, hiding their eyes, hiding their even though yeah. this is all audio. I, yeah. Um, so good. Whew. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thank, thank you. you. Did and we ever? Did we ever say who submitted the first story that that you read? That was Kai. Kai, okay. Kai. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, Kai. That was a great the, the story open. as well. Awesome. It was really great. Very creepy to think about, too. Just like all of a sudden, oh, this is in my mind. Oh, this is mine. And that's, you know what? I think that's a great way to describe to how if you're having some sort of psychic thing or you know, you're seeing something, it appears in your mind like somebody put it there. And I usually describe it as like if, if somebody's like, okay, visualize a bicycle and does the bicycle have a basket and what color is the bicycle? And, you know, you can see it in your mind, what this bicycle looks like. But if somebody was just like, boom, there's a bicycle and it fits a perfect, like the description fits a real bicycle that you've never seen, but belongs to somebody. That's when it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, that's different. But it is the same kind of like somebody just DMs a picture into your Mm-hmm. you know of what somebody looks like or of mm-hmm. you know a necklace what that necklace looks like or something like that um so i really liked the story just because of that analogy you know mm-hmm. being able mm. yeah mm. Mm. but that's how it is for me i don't know for you guys but um it's it was fascinating and we also had a great time at the convention yeah, yeah i wish i could have been there then that's a good time especially the ghost tour Oh, that was in Richmond. That was in Richmond. Oh, this so is different. Toronto was two I'm, weeks ago. Oh, Richmond oh, was last oh, oh, okay. Well, Toronto's fun. I'll tell you. I'll fill you guys in. It's so good. Oh, it's my gosh. It's very fun. All right. Well, well thank you, guys. Awesome. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, go to ghoulintentions.com and send us your stories um, and your... Reviews. Reviews. Positive only, please. <laughs> um <laughs> Put us on your prayer list. Put us on your prayer list. Uh, five star prayer list. And, five star list. you know, tell your friends, tell your family. I do not have a quote ready. You don't have a quote? I don't. I did not oh. get it ready. Do you have a quote you have that a you want to stump you, Michael you with? Like a movie with. quote? That, that's, that's kind of our thing. You know, you've listened to the show. Or have you heard a full episode? No, um... Yeah. Yes, I have. I don't remember any of these. That would oh, be yeah, quotes. The end, we, we always, always end, end with a quote. She tries to stump me. And, and then he never, and then almost I, never gets I, it. Like 99% um, of the time, never get it. Um, which is, I don't see the, why it's fun, but it is funny. Does anyone have a quote? Um, yes. Um, <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. We must pay the rent. We can't pay the rent. That sounds like college. Uh, I, I, it's, uh, here's the thing. When you tell me what it is, I'll be like, oh, yes, of course. I've you have it. probably never seen this movie. It is one of my cult classic favorites. Uh, it is Hudson Hawk. Yes, I know Hudson Hawk. <laughs> side by side. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I never would have, not in a million years. I haven't I used seen to do that the movie thing in about a million years. Is it though you have the napkin and it's your mustache and your bow? I can't. I can't. It's the bow. I can't pay the rent. You must pay the rent. Oh, or no, it's a bow tie. Yeah. You, can't pay the rent. you must pay the rent. I can't pay the rent.
You must pay the rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pay the rent. And then it becomes a mustache. And then she goes, my hero. There you go. I don't think I did it justice. <laughs> I think I actually butchered it and also misquoted it. So you're off I the hook. You were right. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Good. So this doesn't count. I think we all got it right. That's really That's right. That is. You know, yeah. it was entertaining at the end of the day. That's what counts. That's right. Mm-hmm. So That's thank right. you thank for you guys, listening, everyone. everybody. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.